One, two. You went three, two, one, and then on quick time, you went one, two, three. No, I only ever do one, two, three. Mm-hmm. You just no, what, Miriam? No, what? I tell you what. <laughs> no, I can hear a fucking echo. I can hear an echo too. What's? Oh wait, here. I, I think I have my volume up too high. I think that you just think that I do three, two, one because the the <laughs> Zencaster counts down three, two, one. But I always do one, two, three. This happens you every do. time. I don't. You do three. I two, don't. I do one, one two, three. Go. I was about to say the proof is in the recording, but that's but, but we can't. That we'll never not know. <laughs> We're never going to know if We're you do one, two, three, know. or three, two, one. <laughs> we need to have a third recording to record. I wish everything was recorded all the time. Shall be being like a fight, and you're like, you said that. No, I didn't. Did I put it back? Did I? I was so hungry. <laughs> I'll say anything when I'm hungry. Me Time and Murder is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Oh, well, big surprise. What are you drinking? I'm actually having um, a normal tea. It's um, a Barry's decaf tea. So Barry's... I'm not sure, is it like popular all over the south but at least in cork because i think it was it started in cork in like the 19 or in like 1901 it's like really old tea it's kind of like the equivalent of like thompson's up north or in the uk it's not as good though what are you drinking today Maureen? Uh, oh i have a little story it's oh. quite sad oh so oh. every tea, monday a tea story a tea story okay. every monday me and jaren get Mexican from like it's a takeout Mexican place just around the corner and so we go there and we get like way too much food we get like a burrito bowl we get nachos and guacamole and we got these like massive like it's it's, like a liter of tea and it's like grapefruit tea it's like half a grapefruit mint leaves and like tea and loads of ice and it's like so good so we're like unreal oh it's so good we get like every Monday or every other Monday we get it because we're always so tired we never want to cook on Mondays so then so we're walking back to the flat and I've got the teas in my hand (laughs) wait 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 is this the sad story that you're gonna drop the tea I thought like the lady (laughs) who owned the Mexican business like died or something (laughs) okay I dropped the tea it is Sandra's (laughs) drop the tea fuck you I dropped the tea it was in a little bag It was in a little bag and it like the bag just ripped and it literally dropped and just like both of them smashed. <gasps> oh, and there was just grapefruit everywhere. Oh. And this, this just happened today. Literally like two hours ago. Oh, devastated. Did devastated. You, you, were you far from the restaurant or did you go back or? We were like right in the middle and oh. we just sort of like in shock and oh. we just kept walking and I was like, Oh, I hate that. Were you with me the time I dropped my my Starbucks? You were. You were. I don't think so. I was in front front of a Nando's. And Nando's always (laughs) had those big glass walls with the, you know, glass floor Uh, to see. Oh, no, you weren't with me. I remember. Do you remember? I think you were Zara. Was it Zara? I was mortified. Mortified. Just walked out of the Starbucks. It was some, like, pink milkshakey frappuccino like it's just ever all over the street 
I was <laughs> and there's nothing you can do you feel like such an arsehole just walking away you can pick up the cup but like how do you yeah you can't clean the street <laughs> oh mortified in Everybody's front of everybody it. in everybody in the Nando's everybody's seen it and <laughs> just like slowly <laughs> slowly walked away oh I hate uh, stuff like that oh well, yeah. did, well, so you just yeah did yeah, you it dropped, up the and both of them smashed. Both of them, and I still had the top of like the bag in my hand. It like ripped in a circle oh. or something, and I was still holding the top of it. Oh. And everybody around was like, with the Starbucks. I was holding the oh. rim, and it fell out from underneath. Oh no! Yeah, and everybody was looking at me, and I was, and they were like, "Oh, uh, and I was like, yeah." Oh. Everyone's sympathizing, like, yeah. And I was like, "Oh, I was like, oh, so sad," and everybody started laughing. Oh. And Jerry's like, "What do we do?" And I was like, "I don't know. I just put the cups in the bin." Oh. And he's like, "What about the grapefruit?" And I was like, well, "I'm gonna start picking up grapefruit off the floor." Oh no. I was like, some cleaner will come around the corner and clean it up, I think. Uh, oh, God. Uh, so, instead, I'm having... I was going to have that. My grapefruit mint iced tea. Oh, what's the substitute now? Marks and Spencer's again. That's no. no, not the same. It's not the same. But it's nice. And I put ice in it as well. I felt really bad because Jaren was really looking forward to it. Because I spilled... It's okay if you break your own stuff. Yeah. Or you ruin your own stuff. But like Jaren also really loves the tea, oh, and now yeah, the I tea feel so is bad. gone. Why did they put it in a bag? I don't know. That's a bit you weird. see, because they put like the food in like a big paper bag, and then right. they put like the cups in a plastic bag, and then they tie a little knot. Right. It's like the plastic bag that you get, you know, the in the produce when you're getting like yeah. loose mushrooms. Okay. Do you know what I wish? I wish more places did the single single veg. You What's just that? don't really see it as much over here. It's like you're forced to buy an entire, uh, I was going to say sack. I don't know what, how I'd describe <laughs> it. You know the nets that they put oranges in? Yeah. They're like a net of oranges and there's like 10 yeah. oranges. I'm like one person. I'm not going to eat 10 oranges. But I can't just buy like a single orange. Can you but not? It bothers me. No. Why not? Everything is like bagged up. I don't know. Where? Are in you like sure? the shops. In like Tesco, in Aldi. Like you can't just buy I remember in Asda, I used, you could just go in and buy like there would be like a deal. Be like three for a pound. Or... Yeah, Asda was great. Oh God, I miss Asda. Yeah. I yeah, even in stuff. Tesco, I couldn't get a single orange. I go through like two pineapples a week. Jesus woman. <laughs> you all right? <laughs> you got a, a deficiency going on yeah. or something. Well, I eat like pineapple for breakfast every day and it's fucking a lot of pineapple. Wow. I don't know why I eat so much. Cause I eat like nice. half a pineapple every day. Wow. Pineapple is great. My favourite is watermelon. I could eat oh, watermelon. Yeah. But the thing is over here, it's like the whole, it's massive. It's like bigger than a head. It's like, and it's just like, what? I can't even fit this in my fucking fridge. Do I have to cut this whole thing up and then you do quickly eat it for the rest of the week? It's a lot of Tupperware. Yeah. Now that you've said it, I haven't had watermelon in a while. Fruit is good. Okay, what about me time? What are you doing? I'm actually just going to put on a little serum. It's a Boots salicylic acid serum. 
So I don't know if you know this, but Boots do their own like ingredients range now. Do you know the types of brands that focus on ingredients like the Ordinary or the Inky List? <laughs> Bless yes. you. So Boots are sort of following suit and they have their own range now. Um, mm-hmm. It's called the Boots Ingredients Range. Okay. So they're they're very, very affordable. This little serum is only six euro. Um, you get 30 milliliters. So I'm going to give it a little go. Can't go wrong with Good. salicylic acid. Not when you've got skin like mine. So slap that acid on. Slap that. Bless slap you. that ass it on. Slap it on. <laughs> uh, what are you doing today? I also have salicylic acid on. Oh, no on. way! Mm-hmm. I just acid have a little on. sisters. We're the acid sisters. Love it. Um, it's our band. Acid face. Here, that is actually a cool band name, Acid Sisters. Acid. Wait, it sounds like we do acid. There's definitely a pun. <laughs> There's definitely a pun there somewhere. A little bit. I put a little bit on, but I've also got. I bought the one that your your favorite that you're always raging about. Sorry, just took a drink of tea. What is my favorite? You're always saying like, "Oh my god, it's my favorite." You have to get it, Maria. Oh. Are you going to guess? Wait, it's not salicylic? No, so I have a little bit of salicylic on and then I have another layer on top. Hydro Boost? Yes! I can't oh. believe you were able to guess it. Marie, are you obsessed? It's pretty good, yeah. It's the lightest moisturiser. Like, you don't feel it on your skin. I do think the Clinique Moisture Surge is better. Oh yeah, it's way more expensive. It's the same price over here. What? Yeah. Oh my god, What? It's the same price, yeah. Oh, you've told me that before, that yeah. Clinique so is like I've weirdly just... cheap over there. Yeah. Over here, they use a lot of Korean products, so a lot of the European products are like roughly the same price. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, well, when, when you when you come back to the UK, you can switch over some. to Hydro Boost. It's the best. So today, Trez, we're going to talk about the Cottingy. Are we? Oh, The Cottingly okay. Fairies. Okay, very excited. What do you know about the fairies? I know a little bit about this. I'm very curious, will other people know about this? I feel like they might not. Well, maybe some people over in England. Um, I feel like we have a rough demographic of millennials. They should know. Yeah, but I think we know about this because of our mum. Because our mummy believes in fairies. Yeah, so... (laughs) Let's just get that out there really early on. Yes. Instead of bringing it up later. <laughs> um, I think she has this fascination, so that that's why we always knew about this story. But Yeah. Um, and the movie, right? Didn't we see the movie? Possibly. Sure I can't remember. She showed it. us pictures in a book as well. Mm-hmm. I've seen these pictures. Hmm. Some of them are convincing enough, and then some of them just look ridiculous. But we'll get into it. Uh-huh. I don't want to give too much away. For people who don't know. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Well, I mean, it's pretty apparent right from the get-go. So. Yeah, I know, because people know they're not real. <laughs> <laughs> Just in case there's a few more mummies out there that are, Aww. like, on the fence. Can yeah, so trigger warning for all you <laughs> McGuinnesses out there who believe in fairies. Turn it off now. Yeah. It's gonna. It's not going to be good. The cottage, I can't even say it, cottage. But it's more, this is more, it's the, why I'm intrigued is, is it's, it's the sort of fraud and the scam. I'm not sure mm. if that's even the right word, but 
how they got away and how it went on for so long is kind of fascinating. Yes. Okay, so, yeah, the Cottingley fairies, or Cottingley, whatever the fuck. This story takes place over a hundred years ago. Oh, wow. So old, right? It did never felt <clears throat> that old, but I suppose we've got older. I can't believe that, like, they were able to do this, the scam, a hundred years ago. I get, like, yeah, like, just, there was no mean? Photoshop. <laughs> yeah, so, but this is way before Photoshop. We're talking about scissors cutting things out yeah know? yeah people are very, probably very confused what we're talking about <laughs> we're gonna, gonna start it's gonna, gonna become start. clear <laughs> okay so nine-year-old Frances Griffiths and her mother left South Africa for Cottingley Cottingley England while the father was a soldier and was shipped off to France because okay. this is during World War One. okay mm-hmm this is, I think so, this is important. People needed a distraction. Yes. Well, that's mm. what I was thinking as well. The the hoax. Yeah. It was hoax, very distracting. Yeah. It was very distracting. Yeah. Magical. People want um, to believe in that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's, they want to. Yeah. It's very childish. Brings you back to a simpler time. Yeah. And it's like it's happy, like, positive news. Happy, yeah. 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 Mystical. Yeah. So, Francis... And her mom, they stayed with their with her uncle Arthur and Aunt Polly, who is her mother's sister. Polly, such and an old name. Is it such a Polly? cute name though? I think it's a lovely name. Yeah, but it's such an old name. We had a girl in our school last year. Well, like a woman, she was a teacher, she was like a student teacher. Mm-hmm. She was like twenty one or something called Polly. No way. It's a cute yeah. name, but you just don't really hear it anymore. And Frances's cousin, Elsie. Frances was nine and Elsie was 16 at the time. Okay. They moved in with their family, Uncle Arthur and Aunt Polly and cousin Elsie. So all five of them were living under this roof, you know, having a good time, playing outside despite the war. It's all fun and games. And like, so after school, every day and at the weekend, the girls would run down to the bottom of the garden and play in this dirty stream, <laughs> much to their mother's. That's like what we used to do. I know, I was thinking that. I was like, that's what we used to so do. gross. But we didn't call it the stream. What did we call it? Oh, what did we call it? Do you not remember what it was called? Oh, it's not a river, because it's just not. It's but not, what, it's what not. did we call it? We used to call it the drain. <laughs> oh, that is so gross. Oh, <laughs> we did. We called it the drain. Go play the drain. That's the worst. <laughs> oh, God. What was it? It was like, it was a little stream. Why it was it a little there? stream. It's because we, our houses used to be in fields. We, yeah. All houses used to be in fields. But you know what I, I suppose mean? suppose at some point, yeah. Yeah, like, but that, yeah. Okay. But basically, there's like a ditch at the back of the house. A stream. Yeah, okay. Yeah, because oh. we're in the, in the suburbs. I loved it. I thought it was magical. You were obsessed with the drain. You used to like obsessed. look at the little the little insects in, oh, the, in the... I used to love them. Oh, you freak. I hated it. It freaked me out. There was like a little bank and you, you, yeah. you'd be real careful like not to slip in. It seemed massive at the it time. It did. Didn't it yeah, seem it massive? Did. And there was like... Yeah. Oh, do you remember the tree? Yeah. And we had a oh. rope on it and we used to swing across. That was unreal. <laughs> Where has all of that gone? It was like a magical garden that is just gone now. Well, I'm sure if we tore down the little extension bit, 
it'd be still there. Oh, it's so sad. It's hidden away. I love that. We had some yeah. good childhoods. Kind of creepy though when you think Play, about it. Playing in the drain. There was a big <laughs> cylinder barrel. Yeah, where like, the water would go down. It's almost a bit like It, the movie. Yeah. We used to watch it. We used to look at the water we, go down and we stuff. We would watch things go down. Yeah. Kind of creepy when you think about it. Yeah, but at least we were outside. Yeah. And then we used to like, oh, do you remember we used to watch like people, like the other children playing in their backyards? Okay. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We you could, could, see, we could through see, see through Yeah, we could I see through. I always felt like they couldn't see us. <laughs> but they definitely But could. they probably <laughs> did. We probably just looked like creeps. I was <laughs> <laughs> like, they can't see us. <laughs> That's right. And then we'd yeah. like walk through the trees and stuff. Oh my God, yeah, we'd walk through the trees. Do tree. you remember that? It was massive back there. It was probably really tiny. Crazy. Probably oh. my foot can fit in it now. Yeah. There's no way our butts could fit through there. <laughs> oh my God, that's crazy. I love yeah. that. I forgot about all of that. Wow. I know, yes. Like, that's what made me think whenever they were playing in the stream. I was like, oh, yeah. that's what we used to it's do. It's very similar. Yeah. It is. It's great for kids. Note to self, need to have a stream in my bathroom. Or a drain. Or a drain. Some, yeah. <laughs> some puddle. Like, puddle. kids are happy with anything. Go play in your puddle. Okay, so yeah, so the girls used to go out and play in the mother's uh, drain, much to their annoyance. And okay. the girls would come back all wet and muddy and yeah. stuff like this here. So one day the mothers were given out to the girls for being dirty fucking beggars. Okay. And Frances and Elsie said they only went to the stream so often because they wanted to go and see the fairies. Oh. The mothers rolled their eyes like, okay, go eat your dinner. So to prove it, Elsie went into her father's darkroom, took his camera, went down to the stream and returned 30 minutes later with photographic proof. She told him, go develop the photo. And so he did. Elsie's dad, Arthur, was an amateur photographer and had set up his own darkroom. So he went in, he developed the, the photo, came out X amount of time later. I don't know how long it takes to develop a photo. In the photo was Frances. She was calmly sitting in a bush with her chin in her hand as four fairies danced and played in front of her. Wow. Louder. Say wow louder. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) You always whisper wow. Why can't you say wow in a normal volume? I whisper everything. Apparently when I'm on the phone and I say goodbye, apparently I whisper it. I've been told by my boyfriend. He's like, why do you whisper goodbye? It's like you fade away at the end of a phone call when I'm saying goodbye to people. I'm like, all right, bye, 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 bye. (laughs) He's just like, you just fade out. It's really weird. (laughs) And I'm really self-conscious about it. You always say, wow. Super. You're like, wow. I have to go in. I'm a gentle soul. I love how I shouted, I'm a gentle soul. (laughs) (laughs) My shouts aren't really shouts, though. I have to go in and make your wows louder. So instead, well, I just give you a sample of some wows. It's a loud. It's like a loud. You're gonna what? I'm gonna have to cut and paste your wows in. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Wow. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) That's my sample. Arthur was skeptical. As his very artistic daughter had spent hours with him in the dark room. But the girls were undeterred and they said, fine, if you don't believe us, we'll get another photo. Again, they took the camera, went down to the stream and returned. 
this time with a photo of Elsie sitting on the lawn, holding out her hand to a 30 centimeter tall winged gnome. Why a winged gnome? I know I don't understand the gnome because they never do another gnome again. Okay. And it's really big. Should I be looking at these photos? I haven't looked at them. You want to look it up? These pictures will be on the Instagram. Oh, he has a little hat. Yeah. Don't like him. <laughs> He's creepy. He's a creepy motherfucker. Look at him creeping around. He is creepy. He looks a bit like Rumpelstiltskin. Annoyed that the girls were trying to make a fool of him, Arthur accused the girls of tampering with his camera and banned them from ever using it again. Aww. Louder. Aww. <laughs> I can't. Oh, that. Yeah. Oh, that would be that would be sad for the girls. I know. They're having Bloody fun. They are being creative. They're being creative. Let them have fun. Yeah. If it was today, they'd be begging the girls to go out, take the camera outside, and take pictures of fairies. Hell yeah. His wife Polly, however, believed the photographs to be authentic. Ah, oh, Polly. So she kept the photo safe and about a year later, in 1919, Polly attended a meeting of the Theosophical Theosophical Society in Bradford. The lecture that evening was on fairy life. At the end of the meeting, Polly showed the two fairy photographs to the speaker, who was absolutely floored. A few months after, the girls' photographs were proudly put on display at the Society's annual conference. This is where they caught the eye of a leading member of the society, Edward Gardner. Okay, so <laughs> this guy, I think he's kind of famous. Okay. But like, Edward Gardner does not seem to understand evolution. Oh. Um, so he had, he had this weird theory that like humans were evolving towards perfection. Mm-hmm. So he's seen these photos and he thought that this was the next evolutionary step that humans were going to make and that this was (laughs) I wouldn't mind having some wings but I wouldn't mind wings Uh, so he thought these photos were proof of the next evolutionary cycle but why would we get so small I don't know because we're getting taller as well who are getting taller humans are taller yeah but these fairies are tiny why would we go tiny it doesn't make we built all these sense. big houses. Why would we be tiny? <laughs> he hasn't thought this through. Gardner sent the prints and original negatives to a photography expert. I can sort of hear an echo a little bit. It's freaking me out. Of my voice or your voice? My voice. Um, in my head. Doesn't in matter. your head or in the microphone? In my, Are you in okay? My, in my headphones. Okay. <laughs> Are you okay? <laughs> I, I just write down in my diary today, Marina said that she could hear an echo in her head. <laughs> she also believed she might turn into a winged fairy. <laughs> Keeping track of this, we'll update soon. <laughs> I think the echo in the head is more likely, actually. See, Hello. I think you are quite like mummy. More than what? you think. Yeah. That's what Jaren says sometimes. Yeah. He says, Mummy, Mummy can be a bit woo woo. <laughs> Excuse know? me. <laughs> just put it out there. Just mind yourself. Woo woo. Yeah. I'm keeping an eye. Jaren doesn't have to worry. <laughs> I'm keeping an eye on these things. <laughs> <laughs> You're fucking woo woo. 
Okay. Well, I don't even know what that means. What does that People mean? say it down here. I have all these new words now. People say it down here. Really? You, you see, I don't have to explain what it is. You you get it. I get it. I get yeah. it. Like you're like loopy? Kind of. Like a way yeah. like of the fairies. But things that are woo-woo would be, don't want to insult anyone, but you, you know, like healing energies and you know, all that kind of. You think I'm a hippie? Just no, I, do I don't think you're a hippie. But those type of things are woo woo, you know, like. Oh. Yeah, do you get what I mean? Things that I'm are like, like that. fluffy, fluffy, as in there's you no. You think evidence. I'm fluffy? I don't think you're fluffy. <laughs> <laughs> the baby hairs might be fluffy, but. The baby hairs. Don't tell Jaren you called you call me woo woo. He'll start calling me woo woo. No, I think you'd be more into that like if mommy and you were start having a conversation you'd be more like well into it than I would I'd be like (laughs) you know like mommy did tai chi and I know that those type of things and I've done yoga as well like I know that those are real but then there's some things that aren't real yes yoga is definitely real yeah but there's some things that are like a little bit more out there for me I don't want to say things because I don't want to offend people this was true. Anyway, back to these nutters and their fairies. Okay. So he thought these photos were proof that we were going to evolve. So this very smart, educated man sent the prints and the original negatives to a photography ex- ex- photography expert. This expert declared that the two negatives are entirely genuine, unfaked photographs with no trace whatsoever of studio work involving card or paper models. How, how can you say that just from looking at a photograph? You look at the photograph and it says it's real. It's true. That's... Not faked. Right. So, the next thing Gardner started doing was, well, he started selling these fairy prints at his lectures. Oh. So, naturally, Gardner start, started selling the fairy prints at his lectures. And it's going viral for 1919. And soon, a very famous author and spiritualist learned of the photographs. Who is this author? Author and spiritualist. Very famous author. I think I know this. Oh, no. I know. I I remember I heard that someone quite reputable did get involved. Do you want a clue? I I can't remember. His first name sounds like author. Arthur? Yes. Conan Doyle? Yeah! Yay! Yeah, you did it. So, Arthur Conan Doyle gets involved. Doyle had been commissioned to write an article on fairies for a magazine, a magazine's Christmas special. So, Doyle contacted Elsie and her father to request to use the prints in his article. Elsie's dad, who's also called Arthur, so we're going to call Elsie's dad Arthur, we're going to call Arthur Conan Doyle, Doyle. Okay. 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 Arthur was thrilled that Doyle was involved and happily gave permission for the publication. But he refused any payment on the grounds that if these photos are indeed genuine, the images should not be soiled by money. Hmm. So together they all hired a second expert opinion. This time they hired famous company... Kodak. You know Kodak? Of course. Several of the company's technicians examined the prints and agreed and agreed that the pictures showed no signs of being faked. That's just bonkers to me. 
think about it again. Kodak said the technicians examined the prints and agreed there is no proof that this picture is fake. See, yeah, I think they're talking about, they're not talking about the fairies were like cutouts. They're talking yeah. about this is a, like the, the physical. Yeah, photograph. Yeah, like yeah. they're like, this piece of paper is real. It hasn't been, it is not two photographs put together. Yeah. Essentially. But they're taking that as the fairies were really there. So to the bewilderment of Gardner and Doyle, Kodak declined to issue a a certificate of authenticity. Gardner believed that the Kodak technicians did not examine the content of the photo properly because they didn't believe in fairies. Mm. Hmm? Yep. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> like most people. <laughs> and then a third company was brought in to examine the photos. This company, however, said that there was indeed some evidence of faking. Thank the but Lord someone is speaking Lord. out about it. But do you know what happened? Do- pay, them, pay them off? No. no, no, no. Gardner and Doyle, they just interpreted it as the experts were two against one. Right. So they, they oh, almost okay. used it as like a marketing ploy. Yeah. What do you think? You should look at this photo too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Experts are torn. Mm-hmm. Three years after the photos were originally taken in July, were originally taken, in July 1920, Doyle was organising a lecture tour in Australia and wanted more things to like show on the tour. So Gardner went to the Cottingley house. Elsie's father, Arthur, told Gardner that he had been so certain the photographs were faked that while the girls were away, he searched their bedroom and the area around the stream, looking for scraps of paper, looking for pictures, looking for cutouts, and found nothing incriminating. It's very easy to get rid of a few bits of paper. I know, that's what I was thinking. (laughs) (laughs) The hell? Like, ever heard of a bin, Arthur? Like, oh, they're just looking for things to confirm. Also, you can burn paper. Yeah, it's super easy to get rid of. Arthur was now convinced that the photos and the content of the photos were legit. Oh, Arthur. Wait, wait, Arthur as in the father? The father, he went from being a skeptic and banning them from using the the camera to believing. Yeah. Weird. Gardner had a once and for all plan to get the photo's authenticity. So Doyle and Gardner got together and bought a couple of cameras. Inside, the 24 plates were like old-fashioned cameras. It was like a plate inside the camera. Mm -hmm. And it would like take a picture and go onto the plate and that would be it. I don't know how it works. Mm -hmm. Basically, there was was like slides inside the camera. Mm -hmm. So it was 24 and with the what Gardner and Doyle did was they secretly marked every single plate. Mm-hmm. Francis and Elsie were told by Gardner, you girls are going to make a book. They're using these girls to make money? Yeah, it's, pre- yeah, it's pretty it's sad. It's a bit like I don't, getting their, yeah. putting their child to work. I don't feel like the girls get anything out of this at all. I think they might be over it by this point. Who <laughs> says they want to make a whole book? It's a lot of work. Gardner gave the girls a camera each this time. And he told them to do as they had done before in the past. Go to the stream on nice days and also remember to be aware of good lighting. So 
It was summer and July and most of August had a drizzly weather, unsuitable for for photography. On the 19th of August, the weather got better. Francis and Elsie took off. But after an hour or so looking... But after an hour or so of looking for the fairies and coming up with nothing, they thought, Ah, it's because Elsie's mum Polly is here. You need to go. So Polly left to go get some tea. And wouldn't you know it, in her absence, the fairies appeared. The girls took several photos, <laughs> only two of which appeared to show fairies. Mm. Now, do you see what they're doing there? They're taking photos without fairies. So it's sort of like the fairies were choosing to appear in, the, in some yeah, photos. these girls are actually smart enough. Yeah, they're smart. Would they you know what they're doing. feel a little bit guilty for duping all these people? Like, these girls know what they're doing. They know what they're doing, yeah. I mean, uh, is one of them, like, 16? Yeah, they must be, like, 18 or 19 at this point. I mean, you know. <laughs> yeah. Would it not eat you up a bit inside? If you can hear that, that is my stomach. I did hear that. Oh my god, I was joking. I, you actually heard it. I thought it was. I thought you were drinking. No, I'm really hungry. The first photo showed Frances standing and looking at a fairy that seems to be hovering close to her nose, while the second photo shows Elsie being offered a flower from a fairy who was walking along a branch. Oh, cute. Then two days later in August, the girls took the very last fifth fairy photo and it is the only photo that does not feature either of the girls and only depicts three fairies jumping and playing in the long grass i know which one that is i like that one that one is actually i didn't include this but there's like some people say that the fairies took that photo because they're not in it fairy selfie they said that they didn't take that last photo sure they didn't How can a fairy press a big button? The secretly marked plates were then packed in cotton wool and returned to Gardner in London. Gardner examined them. He could see that the plates had not been tampered with and he sent an ecstatic telegram to Doyle, who was in Australia. Doyle was equally thrilled and responded saying that when our fairies are admitted, other psychic phenomenon will be accepted. Doyle was in Australia conducting seances at the time. Of course he was. So he was hoping that, like, if people could believe fairies, they can believe in, like, seances yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. Doyle's fairy Christmas article in the December 1920 article contained higher resolution prints of the first two 1917 photographs only. The publication sold out within days, even though it only had the first two photographs. Reception was mixed. Many saying that these are children playing tricks. Everyone was focused on the fairies. But at the core, what it really was, was a teen and a preteen playing tricks on their parents. Mm -hmm. One Australian newspaper wrote that perhaps the world does not need knowledge on the occult phenomenon, as Doyle had dramatically claimed in his article, but rather the world needs knowledge on children. Meanwhile, some people took it. Margaret Macmillan, who is apparently a famous education and social reformer, uh, she, like, brought to the the UK school meals. She, like, conceptualised. Wow. Yeah. How can you be so cool 
yeah. and then so naive. Yeah. She do something so life changing and oh dear. <laughs> yeah. And then believe in fairies. Wow. Yeah. She wrote how wonderful it was for these children to receive such a gift. Oh, she probably just really liked kids. God love probably. her, but that's yeah. very naive, yeah. Yeah. Meanwhile, the novelist Henry did Verschakopleple. Oh, I love him. <laughs> <laughs> he took one look at the photos and decided that there was no way on earth that these young girls could fake that expression on their face. Oh, gosh, don't think much of them, do they? Like, These girls are smile. smart. Like they know what they're yeah. doing. Do you know what? What I always find hard to know, like how did they get these paper cutouts of the fairies to stand yeah. upright? And some of them yeah. are even like must be yeah. like hanging, yeah. hanging yeah. from string or something. Or yeah, it's like a lot of effort. We'll get into it a little bit later, but that's basically that yeah. you like. What else could it okay, be? That okay. is it. That's basically it. Yeah, but like, paper is thin and yeah. you're outdoors and there's wind. And how are these yeah. things like standing up on these little tiny yeah. feet? Yeah. Like, how are they well, not falling over? Unless it's a really thick card. But the paper looks really thin. Sometimes right. it almost okay, so looks like it's we'll like just talk about it translucent. Now. Yes, it is card. So it is card, but like, Elsie okay. had like... She was like really good at art. She was really good drawing. And she drew on the card, on the thick card. And she just was able to colour it and like highlight it in a way that it looked translucent. And it, it just it just wasn't translucent. Wow. Yeah. And then if you think about it as well, when we look okay. back now, it's like the exposure and stuff. It's it, I mean, like the black and white photos are just, they are really flat. It does help. I mean, you yeah, that helps it, wouldn't it work as well. Today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, mm-hmm. Major John Hall Edwards, who invented the medical x-ray, so he was into photographs and stuff, he was actually outraged, and he he is well dramatic. He said that putting these absurd ideas into the minds of children will result in later life manifestations and nervous disorders and mental disturbances. Oh, well, yeah. I don't I think, think I agree with that. So it's just a bit of fun, but okay. So Doyle used the later second batch of photos in 1921 to illustrate a second article in which he described other accounts of fairy sightings. Then in 1922, he published a book called The Coming of the Fairies. Oh my God. Okay. As before, the photographs were received with mixed bias. In August 1921, Gardner made a final visit to Cottingley. This time, he brought a wee friend, occultist Geoffrey Hodson. Now, I don't really know much about him. I think he's relatively famous. Now, the thing is, is that this whole time, the girls were saying, no, we don't see fairies everywhere we go. They sometimes show themselves to us. However, they met this Geoffrey Hodson guy, and he goes to them that he's seen fairies. He sees them everywhere he goes. And he notes down his observations. So the girls are looking at each other and they're like, this is getting ridiculous. This guy is cray. In an interview later, the girls admitted that they had played along with this Hudson guy just out of, out of mischief. Aren't they so cheeky just leading them on? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 
very cheeky. This guy's got some issues, like. Yeah, he thinks he can, or else he's just a liar. You see, he's having hallucinations. <laughs> Shouldn't really mess with someone that's having those problems. They considered that he was a fake and full of it. They thought he was just lying for attention. Okay. A year later, by 1922, things had died down. Eventually, the girls both married and they both lived abroad. Now, we're going to skip forward 44 years. In 1966, an intrigued reporter traced Elsie, who had moved back to England. In the Hmm. interview, Elsie admitted, finally in the interview, that the fairies had been figments of my imagination. What? (laughs) But that she then created. But cheekily left it open to be interpreted. Ah, what? Yeah. It's been like 40. She's not going to complain after 40 years. It's been like 50 years. Ah, <laughs> uh, come on. That's embarrassing. 10 years later, in a TV interview, when pressed, both women agreed that a rational person doesn't see fairies. Hmm. But they're still... But they still denied making, faking the photographs. Hmm. I thought that they eventually admitted to it, no? Sort of, yeah. They sort of... They, it's almost like they begrudgingly admitted it. Okay. It's sort of like they wanted to keep going. Yeah. Like, because they're saying here, a rational person doesn't see fairies. So they're saying, well, maybe you're the irrational one. Yeah. Maybe we didn't see fairies. Like, they're, they're very... They're very Cheeky girls, yeah. I think. Women at this point. Yeah. I think it's so adorable because they're sort of, they're almost like fairies. <laughs> mischievous. <laughs> Very mischievous. In 1978, the magician and scientific expert examined the photographs, this time using computer enhancement processes. Wow. God, people uh-huh. are wasting so much time on this. Right. They concluded that the photographs were fakes and that you could even see strings supporting ah, I knew the there fairies. had to be strings. Yeah. Why so did they no were one busted. notice the strings before? Maybe you I had to like up the contrast of the photo to see it or something. Ah, uh, that's probably what yeah. they did, yeah. A few years later, in 1983, the cousins finally admitted that the photographs had been faked. Ah, uh been like 60 years shakers <laughs> but they said at the end of the interview but we really did see the fairies ah stop it <laughs> they keep going back and forth <laughs> they won't give it up <sighs> they fessed up what happened when taking the photographs they said elsie had drawn the fairies on cardboard she had copied the illustrations of dancing girls from a very popular children's book and then just drew wings on them they then cut the fairies out and supported them with hat pins. Oh. So it's like they've got pins to keep them in place. Okay. And like in the ground and stuff like yeah. that. After taking the photos, they quickly and discreetly disposed of the fairies by chucking them in the river. I thought that was coming. Oh, did you? I had no idea. I, was like, I did. I was going to say it earlier. Just chuck them in the river. Oh. I didn't think the they actually would do that. But yeah. <laughs> In a 1985 TV interview, Elsie said that she and Frances were too embarrassed to admit the truth after fooling Sir Arthur Conan Doyle. Yeah. Yeah. The author of Sherlock Holmes, two little village kids, 
like yeah, it is. pulled the wool over their eyes. It's like they don't want to hurt his ego. Yeah, they were like, we had no other choice. We had to keep quiet. Oh, God. In the same interview, Francis said, I never even thought of it as being fraud. It was just me and Elsie having a bit of fun. <laughs> she said she couldn't understand why all these people really believed it. Really, she thinks they just wanted to believe it. Yeah, they just want to. Yeah. Francis died in 1986 and Elsie died in 1988. In 1988, prints of their photographs of the fairies, along with a few other items, including the first edition of Doyle's book, The Coming of Fairies, were sold <laughs> were sold at auction in London for... How much do you think? Oh, are these like the originals? or? or just... Yep. I think I might have seen seen a figure online already, you see. Oh, did you? Oh, I, I think I, I might have seen figure. it said four grand. Okay, that must have been one photo. Oh, okay. All the stuff together came to 21 grand. All right, not bad, not bad. Not bad. I wonder who bought it. Vera. Mummy! That's where all that money went. That's my inheritance. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Other items from the hoax are on display at the National Science and Media Museum. Okay. In 2009, Francis's daughter, Christine Leach, appeared on an episode of Antiques Roadshow. Oh. In Belfast. No way. With the photographs and one of the cameras that was given to her by Sir Arthur Conan Doyle. No way. At the Antiques Roadshow, the items were valued between twenty-five and £30,000. No way. Not too shabby. Good for her. Well, there you go. There you have it. Well, we'll see you on the next one, guys. Slan we're away with the fairies. Oh, you did not just say that. <laughs> this is Miriam's new thing to say something at the end. I have, I, I am dropping knowledge. That's my that new is thing. not dropping knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> I have. You insi- are away very, with the fairies. I am insightful. There we go. Knowledge for I'm the, the day. Woo- I'm the woo woo queen. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. See you next time. Bye. Me Time and Murder would like to thank and acknowledge our sources that make this podcast possible. References can be found on our Instagram page.